0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Posio's Picks. In today's episode, we're doing a little recap episode. We got Pete back on. If you guys remember, uh, back in December, we did the future Zepi. Well received the future Zepi. People love yeah, that one. yeah,
1: got a lot of good feedback.
0: I mean, uh, and rightfully so. We cashed some bets. There, there's some great picks. We're gonna, we're gonna go over all those picks that we made. Just talk about the seasons. Um, that episode was college basketball and NBA. So we, we got a lot of talk. We have yeah. a lot to talk about.
1: I'm excited to be back
0: on, man. Yeah, yeah. We're thank di- you, for, thank you for coming. Oh, yeah. First time with the new setup. How do you like it? Beautiful. Now yeah. you
1: can tune in. You can see the face behind
0: all I'm this. I'm telling now. you, we're making moves out here. We got the new mics, as you guys can see. We we got big big things on the way. I think football season is
1: going to be huge.
0: Huh? Man, I can't, I can't wait. We we got a lot of good things in store. But um, all right, so... We're going to start with college, because that college happened a little bit ago. We're just going to go over it pretty quick, and then we're really going to dig deep in NBA. So um, if you guys didn't watch the Futures episode, basically what we did was pick conference winners for um, all the big conferences, and then gave a little explanation, obviously. And then we took some natty sleepers. Did any of your natty sleepers? I didn't had any. We'll talk so. about it. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> we'll Perfect. talk about it. Um, but, yeah, we <clears> gave
1: <throat> a safe pick and a sleeper pick in case you wanted that big buyout. Yeah. I, I know there's definitely some listeners that like to throw, like, five bucks to win 400, which is just stupid as hell. But <laughs> yeah. All right. Um,
0: we'll start with the big time. Obviously, we're big time guys. Um, we both, I took – Yeah, I think we
1: both – Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I took Purdue as my main pick at plus 150. Uh, keep in mind we put this episode out Christmas Eve as well, so we're using all of the odds from like December twenty first ish. I think is when we recorded it. So um, I took Purdue at plus one fifty, and then I also had MSU at plus seven hundred. Uh, did you just have? I
1: took I took State at plus six hundred, but yeah. I saw Purdue. I think I was looking at DraftKings. They were at plus two hundred at the time, mm-hmm. which was a which was a solid pick at the yeah. time. But and I mean
0: they were the they, I think they were the, the most talented team. In yeah, the Big Ten. I think
1: I think finishing the Big Ten, they were still the most talented team. They yeah. just didn't, it just didn't pan out in the Big Ten tournament, obviously in the end of Big Ten play. But they have the most, some of the most NBA ready players on that team. Yeah, I mean, you, Jaden Ivey is on there, who's now a Piston. Shout thank out, thank God, which I, get, the whole city is excited about. Yeah. Um, But they had Zach Eady, another seven-footer that could get mobile and play down low, Mm -hmm. Um, along with uh, Stefanovic, who might get an NBA shot because he's just a lethal shooter and one of the best in the country. But, I mean, we saw Wisconsin and Illinois are the two best teams in the Big Ten this year. I know. Purdue kind
0: of got unlucky because I think they were the most talented just throughout. But, I mean, Iowa got hot at the right time Mm -hmm. for the Big Ten tournament. Mm -hmm. And then Purdue was, of course, like every year, our last hope. In the, in the main tournament, the March Madness tournament, and they got bounced by St. Peter's. So yeah, but that's that's one that they, – They just ran
1: into two hot teams yeah. at the wrong yeah. time. Yeah, that happens every year. A yeah. great coach, too, at, is going to be at Seton Hall this next year, which is going to be exciting to yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, and then bring up Michigan State, the season just kind of – it just kind of went into shambles. <laughs> yeah. And anyway, it was – it's really demoralizing because we went into the, the NCAA tournament with a, a, low, a higher seed than usual – which we thought, okay, yeah. we like to be a nice underdog, but it obviously did not pan out the way that we hoped. So, uh-huh. but. Yeah, that was tough. Um, at the time, so
0: Wisconsin and Illinois won the big time. They shared it. Um, Illinois was plus 500. Shout-out to, yeah, uh, he yeah, yeah, be- Shout yeah. to Max. He gave that out. Yeah, I know. I wish he was here. Yeah, he beating that up. Shout-out to Max. He gave that out. And Wisconsin was plus 1,700 at the time. And they, I mean, they shared the title. Obviously, they had Big Ten Player of the Year Johnny, Johnny Davis, who I so mean,
1: like lottery pick now.
0: Yeah, his his jump from freshman to sophomore year was was incredible. Something that I wish we were able to see Max Christie do, maybe. But uh,
1: he's dead to me. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, but we we didn't get that opportunity. So um, that was it for the Big Ten. The Big Ten tournament. Obviously, Iowa got super hot. Keegan Murray was probably the best player in the country. Yeah, at, that at could the have been a, that could
1: have been another toss up for Big 10 players there definitely. Oh um, yeah. But both those two guys pretty much tore up college that second half of the season mm-hmm. going into the tournament and now are both top 10 player top 10 draft picks in the NBA that are going to make a huge difference on both their teams the Wizards yeah. and the Kings. So mm-hmm. well deserved and congrats to both those guys. Yeah. The big I mean the Big 10 had the most draft picks out of any conference.
0: I know. This it's, year. That's awesome. We just continually fade out in the tournament, unfortunately. but
1: Yeah, I really hope that cha- – I think the problem is that they're getting burnt out in big-time play because every single game, especially on the road, is such a battle and a grind. They're low-scoring mm-hmm. defensive games. So that definitely makes it difficult to keep that run going into, into conference play. I agree. And everyone, pl- pl- everyone plays tournament. like
0: the same style in yeah, the big-time. No, so 100%. when we run into different styles – It's it, different, yeah. It messes us up. Um, next conference was the ACC. I had Duke at even money. That was my – by far my biggest futures bet of the year, I had twenty five units on yeah, that. Yeah, I was gonna say um, you put a lot on that. Yeah, one. that was that was a big play. That was a huge hit. Um, I mean they they there were a couple scares with like Notre Dame at the end, um, but I mean they controlled the ACC all yeah, year. Yeah, I
1: mean they were one of the best teams in college basketball. They had yeah. everything going for them with Coach K being his last season. Um, I took them as well, but I got mine mm-hmm. at um, minus one twenty five which I still thought was just incredible value when you have the best player in the country in Paulo Moncero, yeah, healthy and playing well. Um, they have four – I believe I it was four first-round picks this year, actually, mm-hmm. between A.J. Griffin, uh, Mark Williams, him, and Trevor Keels. Um, mm-hmm. Those guys led this team the entire year, and they continue to play and just did not fall apart at the end of the season, which a lot of teams do that have that much talent because they just get a little burnt out. But. Yeah. This Duke Ke- team
0: had it. Keels went second round, but Wendell yeah, Wendell f- Moore w- went first. That's round what it was. Too, Wendell yeah. Moore. Yeah, Keels went forty second, I believe. So all, yeah. f- I mean, all five all of five them drafted, went, which yeah. was which was sick. I mean, they, they just controlled it. Carolina obviously was the story in the tournament, and um, obviously bouncing Coach K and all that. But I mean, that was that was insane. Yeah, they had two final. The ACC had two final four teams, um, but I mean, Duke controlled the regular season, and that's what we were betting on. So. Mm-hmm. Um, that was pretty easy. Next one was the SEC. This was by this was probably my best pick of the year, honestly, of the like the whole entire college basketball, NFL, everything. I had Auburn at plus six hundred. Uh, keep in mind this is like early in college basketball, so conference play hadn't really started yet. So I had Auburn at plus six hundred. My reasoning was I I just didn't want to take Kentucky. Yeah, because like, that it was. It's just Kentucky was a square pick, and then I hated Bama early in the year. I hated them right here. It says Bama sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I have it on there, and it's, they they it's had a bad year.
1: I was so high on them during this episode <clears throat> last time, uh-huh. and now looking back, I'm like, dude, this guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah, <laughs> they they
0: had a they had a terrible year. They really did. They did. So
1: the guard, I thought the the thing is, I always think guard play, guard play, guard play. I know play it is college is going to lead you so far, but it Davidson, really is. Davidson did not do much for him. No, and. I mean, you got them, what, at plus, plus 650 you took Auburn, which is insane. Yeah, 600, that's, that's yeah. The, yeah. that's an unbelievable pick. I took Bama at plus 300, um, and then I have or kentucky next to it at plus 320. But like you said, that was the squares pick because they were super hot, only yeah. had a couple losses the time yeah. that we did this episode. Um, but props to you for that pick. Jabari Thank really you. took off. I know. Walker Kessler just – I know, I have,
0: I have it right here. I mean, I, I wrote it down. I, I – put jabari
1: smith yeah. down just to, so you guys know we're using the papers that we yeah, had same from, exact paper. literally just pulled him out from yeah. the first episode so um
0: i mean i have it down here jabari smith i had wendell wendell green on there who turned out to be a dog for I them know. i mean he was just a beast shout out detroit and then uh walker kessler who was a beast i mean he averaged like five blocks last year so
1: we said pearl he's that coach that lets the ball roll out and if you guys get hot then <clears throat> i know it whole worked team out can get hot, and, and i
0: mean know. i like it did work out for him too that Jabari Smith was just the best player in the country. So, well, at least w- or one of them.
1: I mean, I think by far, but... Yeah,
0: I, he was he was a beast all year. That was my best pick for sure, cashing them at plus 600. Um, the Big 12, which was f- fantastic all year. Um, you had Texas Tech in there. You had Texas, Baylor, Kansas. I had Baylor. You had Baylor too, right? Yeah, I took Baylor. Yeah. Um, at plus 170, they shared the title with Kansas. Obviously, Kansas went on to be... The eventual national champion uh what a great run by them fuck bill self i still hate him but uh i i like the players on that team i like Abaji. i like some of the other guys christian Brown's. they had a lot of
1: nba talent which i was kind of surprised because going into that this season um they weren't a team that you were looking at that was going to have a lot of players that were going to be drafted like mm. christian Braun was not expected to be a late first round or second round pick um Obaji had an incredible incredible yeah. year um. So sh- shout out to that team definitely. But I also took Baylor, which w- I kind of thought was a safe pick. Um. And it yeah. ended up panning out for us. Mm-hmm. Um. I said I have it written down USC because at the time USC was I think they had like one loss or two losses and were the top team in the Pac-12 or uh, oh this is Pac-12 sorry Big Big, mm-hmm. 12, back yeah, to Big yeah, Twelve yeah but we'll talk about that after. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, I mean Baylor. It was close. We got unlucky. I mean they weren't healthy, really from january on they were missing one of the big three a Kendra flagler crier i mean they were missing one of those guys almost the entire year and even into the tournament so i mean they made that run that game against carolina in the tournament was insane when they were down 25 forced it to ot i mean the, i still think if they stayed healthy they would have won the national championship i really do they they would have won two in a row i think but it's a shame, uh, but we cashed those plus one seventy two. Uh, Pac twelve, I took Arizona at plus one fifty. That also cashed. That's a great. That's a great bet. Um, I mean, Ben Matherin was one of the best players in the country. Arizona was number one in the country at points. I mean, they they just had a great. They they had a great year. Yeah, it, it all came together. And with that
1: with that program, especially, um, they really just dish out a lot of scores and just like a powerhouse offense that can really get the ball down quick, down in transition and score. Um, And I just wish that started to translate more into the tournament because they haven't had much success recently in the last five, six years where they come in being the number one team in offense in the country, offensive efficiency, having Mm -hmm. that number one overall ranking. Mm -hmm. And hopefully they're able to turn it around with guys like Mather and those type of players really need to show up in the tournament. Mm -hmm. Um, And hopefully they can finally win one for the state of Arizona. Um, I I took which, I don't know, I took UCLA at plus 145, and I'm super upset about it because I knew this team was one of just the biggest flukes. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnny Juzang, he's a player that, incredible talent, but had an incredible march, and really put his...
0: I think we t- I think we talked about it on the first, yeah, the it, first one. Yeah, I think
1: we did too, and I ended up biting at that plus 145 because mm-hmm. I saw the plus money and where they were at at the time. Um, but I think Juzang's a one guy that's like a He's like a Mitch McGarry. like what an type. idiot. Yeah, what an idiot. You gotta go guy. when, you're, when you your have stocks to go. high.
0: Well, I mean, we—I remember that was one of the first things that, just like in casual conversation with like other people too. Like, if you have that kind of run, you have to go. There's no question. And and he did it. And look, I mean, he, he went was a—he he lottery won, a, pick. Yeah, yeah he went undrafted this year. So He's, I mean, that's now he what signed a,
1: a summer league deal with Utah. Which, yeah, I mean, I hope it pans. Actually, I don't hope it pans out. He fucking sucks. <laughs> Jaime Hock has is probably has a better chance of yeah. impact in the league. But, yeah, I took them at plus 145. Also, at the time, um, USC had some of the best odds to win the conference only um, with one or two losses on the season. Um, but I said that COVID th- at this time COVID was a big issue with that team. It was. So it ended up being an issue with that team, and they just did not finish the season as hot as they would have liked to because of these players' missing practices, games. Um And all that plays a factor during the season. So mm-hmm. I'm good, glad that we put that on the table in the last episode, and hopefully no one took that bet and bid at that USC, USC line. So, yeah, I guess we can – now we can just dive into the natty, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, just finishing out the Pac-12, I mean, USC made some noise. They won some big games. They beat UCLA at home. I think they – I don't know if they beat Arizona, but, I mean, they, they definitely could have made a run at yeah. it if they stayed healthy. but. UCLA and USC, I, I mean, with just the California regulations, too, and it's tough. obviously COVID at that time, like, they had two, three weeks off at a time. So 100%, yeah. That that could really derail them. Um, natty Sleepers, my first one was Baylor at plus 1,200. Like I said, I still stand by it. I think they would have won the national championship if the three guards stay healthy. Because, um, I mean, like, like we said, it's guard play, mm-hmm. especially down the stretch in the tournament. It's mm-hmm. guard play. And they had the three – the three best guard not the three best guards but as a whole the best like guard play yeah they have one of the, the best
1: backcourts in the country yeah
0: um i also had texas at plus 2200 i remember we talked about that this was like a this was an actual sleeper pick because they hadn't put it together mm-hmm. we were saying we had never seen transfers like we like we saw last year and they just never ended up putting it together. You know how many tr-
1: people in their brackets? Oh in yeah. Texas making a run. Oh like, yeah. That was their team. Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're gonna make a run, which is crazy to think about. Because at the yeah, like you said, at this time they were not. They mm-hmm. were non-factor. Yeah, and I mean they had talent. They just
0: like we said, it it was the first time we had seen like all transfers come in in one year and like try to put something together, and they just it never happened for them. So um, that was my second one. My third one. Was Houston? I love the Cougs. I still love the Cougs. I had them at plus twenty five hundred. They made a great run. Great run. Which great you, can't, run. you
1: can't even be mad about that at those odds because mm. we were taking something at plus twenty five hundred. Not expecting them to, to make a run like that, right, either. Right. So I
0: I was high on them. I think
1: injuries also played a factor with oh them too. I mean,
0: yeah, we lost two starting yeah. guards, and they still went to the elite. And like eight. you
1: said, guard play. When you lose two starting guards in the yeah. nat- like in in the March Madness tournament. That takes a huge toll on your teams because leadership's mm. out the window. Who's handling the ball on crunch time? That's right. a big factor. So those are two just big essential parts of the game that are just taken away.
0: Yeah. I mean, looking ahead, I gave this out a couple months ago. I would said take Houston at plus 2,000, 20 to 1. I said to take them. Sasser's coming back. Edwards is coming back. They got the bigs coming back. They're the favorite right now to win next year, plus nine hundred. So really, I mean, yeah, they, I haven't
1: looked. Yeah, I haven't even looked at. it. From anything.
0: two months ago to now, they've dropped from plus two thousand to plus nine hundred. So that's incredible. Yeah, I uh, I love the Cougs. They're going to be the team next year too. Um, but I mean, they ran into Villanova, and Villanova was Villanova all year. They too, don't make mistakes so. in the tournament. Yeah, they that team was just they were incredible to watch. Highest free throw shooting percentage ever, which like. Free throw shooting is so
1: discounted, like especially like with the NBA and stuff. But like in college, I was just gonna say I'm gonna do. This is for the future. This is a futures, futures episode. I'm saying what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna look at teams with the highest free throw per shooting per, per, uh, free throw shooting percentage because I think it was like the last three tournaments, the team with the highest percentage was in the final four every yeah. year. Because mm. like, in, if you make, if you miss seven free throws, that's it's seven points left on the table. Huge. Every game's going down to three, four points. It's huge. So if you can shoot as a team 80%, mm-hmm. that, that changes everything. So, yeah, that's, that's literally Villanova in a nutshell, not making mistakes, being experienced, having the best coach, one of the best coaches in college basketball ever. I mean, I, he's definitely he's hung up his hat, but yeah. Jay Wright was unbelievable and had an unbelievable career, and you can mm-hmm. see it through that, that program elevating and the way that they um, approach the game and really prepare and yeah. just don't make mistakes like I said before. Mm-hmm. Um, Went out the right way too. Yeah. Didn't have a farewell
0: tour. Like Coach this K, this is such
1: a shot at Coach
0: K. I mean, listen, that whatever they lost, so. <laughs> um, but he went out the right way, in my opinion. He was a beast. He went out on top. I mean, just unparalleled success with Villanova the past yeah. decade. I mean, they were incredible. Um, what were your sleepers? Yeah,
1: so my, I mean, I have a start, big payout because I was extremely, extremely high uh, on this team going into the tournament because they were one of the hottest teams in college basketball. I had LSU at plus four thousand, which is one of the toughest beats ever. Yeah. So when we recorded this podcast, LSU was undefeated. Um, they had the number one defense in the country. Yep. But they had a few tough tests coming up—one against Auburn, and one against Penn State—and this team just kind of started to fall apart towards yep. the end of the season. And and that's what I mean—that's what you get when you have a big payout bet, a big sleeper. You're just kind of rolling the dice to keep it to hope that they keep playing the way that they're playing. Um and that wasn't the case. They still rebounded at a high level. Still played great defensively, but um, defense not always is the case in the tournament. You have to eventually start putting the ball in the bucket, and that's just what this team could not do down the stretch. Um, so that was my big payout. I don't know if you have anything to add about that. I mean LC that. Team. I
0: mean, just the wheels fell off the wagon. I mean, Will Wade got fired before the tournament. It was. Yeah, that was that was that was just a tough scene down the stretch with yeah. them.
1: And I took also took for my safe pick. Um, I took Baylor just like you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had him at plus twelve hundred. Yep, yep, yep. Because I thought Cryer, Brown, so can that team could definitely make a run, mm-hmm. and I still think they could have made a run. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like you say, there's obstacles obstacles going into the tournament. You do not know who's gonna win it. No. Nope. I mean, sometimes stars align like that. Duke team stars kind of aligned for them to be in the final four. And look at what happened. North yep. Carolina knocked them off in the final four game, which no one expected, as they were the underdogs coming in. Because mm-hmm. you're playing a team that has their coach's final game potentially, rivalry game. You think how is this team ever going to lose? And right. it's March. It happens.
0: Yeah, and I'm Carolina was playing unreal ball, but I mean, yeah, like you said, the tournament, it, the ball's got to go your way too. I mean, obviously it helps to have talent, but you got to get bounces too, like right. especially throughout the run.
1: Right. So no, I agree. Anything else about college? <clears throat> Nothing. I. It was a awesome year. Yeah, it was. Um, it was I Michigan State was a roller coaster. Yeah. Th- this next year is going to be interesting because there's a lot of players coming back, and mm-hmm. I think a lot of teams can make a run. Like yeah. you said, that Houston team could definitely make a run. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the Big Ten is a little lighter this year than it Way was lighter. the year prior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of players went to the draft that are essential to their team. Yep. Um, Michigan State – Going to kind of be a non-factor this year, and I mm-hmm. think that they're in a state. I mean, we're we're talking Michigan State basketball because let's yeah. be honest. Yeah, yeah. We're I mean, Spartans, yeah, mm-hmm. so we got to talk about it. But um, I think that program is in the middle of uh, the beginning of a transition period of what direction they want to go in, whether it's you want to start entering, looking at players in the transfer portal, and I think that starts with looking at Tom Izzo and seeing what they want to do with him in the future. Yeah. Um, but, um. yeah, there's still a lot of teams that can still make a big splash next year. Um, I think UNC is another one with Caleb Love coming. Yeah, back. I mean they have
0: everyone. Baycock coming everyone.
1: back. I uh, so I think that team could get hot and make a run again, and they got guard play that can put the ball in the basket mm-hmm. in March. So that's my favorite coming into this next season. Um, I don't know. You can go ahead. I'd yeah, love the I mean, years. well, I,
0: I I love Houston, like I said, um, next year. But I agree with Carol. Carolina different than UCLA, like in terms of being able to repeat that run because Carolina has always had that talent. They just had to put it together, and I think down the stretch this year we saw it. They figured it out.
1: Well, and they have an incredible head coach. Yeah, uh
0: huh, yeah. So I mean, I think that. Like I mean, like we said, when we said earlier, I don't think UCLA is going to repeat their run, and they didn't at all. I mean, we saw it happen. I think UNC has a legitimate shot to make it back. No, there I agree, and, and
1: I, I I haven't looked at their odds, but I'm sure they're probably they're
0: they're. Like, plus 950, the okay. same as Houston. Yeah. Which, yeah, I like UN- that. Yeah, UNC and Houston are the two favorites. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, if you can get that now, take one of those plus 950. Yeah. And just kind of ride with it.
0: Carolina's – I mean, they got everyone coming back, and they added Pete Nance from Northwestern. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So, pro. I mean, they're – they're going to be good. They're going to be a fun team to watch. I am I. love college basketball. Yeah, it's, it's the be best. Great.
1: And you also just never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Michigan State could be a tough – no, I'm just kidding. They're <laughs> not going to be a tough <laughs> the, the big time going to stink. I, I know, think. I, I think it is. Hey, maybe um, this is the year that they stink during the, the regular season and then they come into March and just tear it up. So possible. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, yeah, but
0: that does it for college. We cashed a good amount in college. <laughs> cashed a few. Um. But now now let's get into a little bread and butter. This, this is our favorite because yeah. it's
1: gonna get real mm. chippy in this bit. I'll <laughs> tell you that right now.
0: So NBA. Um we did conference winners, we did title winner, rookie of the year, MVP defensive player of the year. Um to win the West, I took the Warriors at plus two seventy. That cashed, obviously. Um I I don't wanna talk about the Warriors as much. Let's talk Wh- about them. Let's
1: talk about them when we talk about yeah, the title. Uh-huh, yeah. Um To win the West, I took Phoenix. I took Phoenix. Let's so we can, get we into can, that. We can talk about Phoenix to yeah. start because I just have a what lot. what a I, collapse. <laughs> I have Holy a, a lot to say about this team. Um, it's over. Yeah. The t- this this t- was a literally two year blurp of a team that looked like a young team that could run the NBA for the next six years. Mm-hmm. And just like that, this can all change with DeAndre Ayton potentially leaving this team and signing a max contract with potentially the Pistons. Um, I know the Mavericks were looking at him. Mm-hmm. Um, Memphis was also looking at him. So with him leaving, that gets rid of their inside young presence that's only about 23 years old. Right. Um, a CP3, a leader, and
0: – choke artist.
1: A leader <laughs> – I just love CP three because I just grew up watching him. But I mean, I still got a I still got a horned CP three jersey in my room. But <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna need a fact check on that. <laughs> Le- uh, leader, who his age is starting to hit him because he cannot perform the playoffs, and it's been he so can
0: but he doesn't. He doesn't. He, he gets had, he gets hurt, which yeah. I think he might be getting. Like I I'm not saying that he's faking injuries, but he gets
1: hurt every playoff run. Yeah, and I and then lastly. Um, Devin Booker had an MVP <clears throat> type season, yeah. top five in MVP voting, mm-hmm. incredible regular season. Yeah. Um, but he showed in the playoffs that he's not ready yet to take over a team. I and, don't think so either. And let them win a make, let himself put it on his back to win a playoff game. So I think that still takes time. He's like similar to Jason Tatum of how the big moments. Yeah, they're clutch players, and you see Devin Booker as a clutch player and gonna be is gonna be one of the best player best players in the NBA in the next five six years, but. He's still not ready. And with this help leaving, I don't know what's up for his future as well. So those are your three best players yep. that have the biggest question mark yep. in the next year, free agency to the next year after that. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens with them. And I'm a li- really, really disappointed because I thought this was an extremely safe pick mm-hmm. in a Western conference that was extremely, extremely winnable this year. What were those odds? Um, I don't have the conference odds. I okay. had him winning the title – at plus eight hundred. Okay. So the conference lines had to be a little low. I think yeah, they, were, yeah. they were probably like plus three three fifty. Uh, yeah, which. I'd say probably around yeah. that. That's a good guess.
0: Um, yeah, Suns disappointing. I mean, they really were. The the way that they went out too was just insane. I mean, kind of embarrassing. I mean, you got game seven at home, and they were
1: down fifty at yeah. one point. They, I mean, they started off. What's it called? They started off hot. Yeah. And that Golden State just turned on the Jets like that and it was crazy.
0: Yeah. I I mean Luca in that series against the Suns was just incredible. Just incredible.
1: Yeah. And we can go to well, let's hit the East now, huh?
0: Yeah, we can do that. I mean the I I just want to touch on the Suns really quick. I, going, think, I think I think
1: it's over for them. It is.
0: Because there is off the top of my head, there's four teams that are better than them
1: in the West Okay, now. Let's Warriors, yeah, Clippers. Yeah, with a healthy Kawhi. Yep. And with John Wall, that team could be deadly. With they John, could, with, I think they can win next with, year. With John Wall coming back, and yeah. if Kawhi – I was looking, thinking about it t- – sorry to interrupt you. No, oh, that's fine. Go ahead. I was thinking about it today. Everyone writes – because you get so many texts in group chats, like top five players in the league, top yeah, ten players yeah. in the league. And everyone always forgets about Kawhi because yeah. he's always injured. Yep. But then he plays healthy, and you're like – Shoot, is Kawhi the best yeah, player in the best NBA? Player on,
0: yeah in the world. He's the
1: best yeah. defender in the NBA. Is he the best player in the NBA? Maybe. Yeah. So that team could they could make a huge splash next year yeah. and I like their odds. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, continue with the other ones. Warriors, Clippers, Grizzlies. Yeah. And Mavericks. Yeah. Mavericks need another piece though, but
0: I I mean they got Christian Wood and they beat Phoenix last like they beat Phoenix in the playoffs. That's true.
1: That's because Luka Doncic is Right. Yeah. And he's only gonna get better. Oh. Did you see uh the off season picture of him? No. I'll show you after this. Um, You saw him the last offseason. uh uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a little beefy. Like, he's been hitting the clubs, like, over in Slovenia for sure. Yeah, I sure. don't blame him. Yeah, oh. <laughs> the Eastern European woman. Come on. But this one, dude, he looks fit. Like, he looks dangerous. So that he could be insane next year. That's yeah. that's my favorite to win that VP mm. next year. But. but, I
0: mean, there's four teams off the top of my head better than them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and they're so, only they're getting worse because I think Aiden's gone. Right. Yeah, they don't and e- even if he
0: does stay, Chris Paul is another year older. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Booker's going to get better, but. Oh, yeah, I mean, but.
1: Yeah, still. He's
0: uh, not he's not like a Luka-type player to, like, carry a team. No, 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 no.
1: Because you can't carry a team if you are if you can only score 25, 26 a game. That's mm-hmm. not carrying a team. That's just being an elite scorer. That's like Bradley Beal. He does yeah. that every night, and look at the Wizards. They suck.
0: I know. Then that, that, it was really a shame because I think that Phoenix would have gave. Golden State a good series in the Western Conference finals. I actually yeah, I mean, don't think I they would have beat them, but I agree too. Um, that I mean just going the w- going out the way they did Dallas won that game by th- I think they won by 30 plus for sure, but they were Phoenix was down 45 plus at one point. I know that for a fact. Yeah, in I mean, game 7 at home. So that I just mean,
1: can't happen if you're if you're a title contender no, and I'm, if you're if you're the franchise of the NBA, the face of the NBA.
0: Yeah. I mean they had their shot. They they went to a finals. Got up 2-0 you
1: think last year was their one chance? Yes. Like, did you think that last year yes. when they were there, you're like, this is the only
0: chance they're going to have? Yeah. Okay. I, I said that when – when not the Suns, more Chris Paul. When they lost, I'm like, Chris Paul's never going to win a ring. And I still think he's never going to win one. It's just one. crazy that he just can't show up in the playoffs. I know. And, like, when he – we saw it, like, in that Dallas series. He did it a couple times. When he takes over a game – it looks like a grown man playing against eighth graders.
1: Yeah, he'll go 15 for 15 yeah. for the free throw line fadeaway right like at the elbow. Like,
0: faking everyone out. Nobody knows what to do. He makes everything. I, I just don't understand where that goes.
1: I don't know. It, I, it might be mental. It might be this, like, alternative, like, switches on defense that they make in the fourth quarter, in the second half. I don't know, but if you are, because he is a top three point guard, top, top five point, I'll put him top five. All time, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Sure. with which Steph, Steph's now number one. We'll yes. talk about that. Later mm, as well. Yeah, we can get. it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're li- if you're like that, you have to. He doesn't have that dog in him. That's I think that's what's the difference. Like he does not have I that dog in. I
0: think him. he's he's at this level,
1: and there's very few guys that Better can go that up level. here,
0: and he can't. He can't
1: go up one more. It's like Isaiah Thomas, like, takes over, like, back in the day, taking over a game like mm. that. You can get to that level. He just doesn't have it. That's a good yeah, way to put it. Yeah, I don't know,
0: but, I mean, they're done. I, they're going to blow it up, which stinks. That's
1: sad because I love that team. Yeah, and they I do the, too. they have the sickest jerseys in the NBA. Yeah, so. that's facts.
0: I love Aiden too. God, I wish he was coming here. Maybe he will.
1: I, talk, not this year, but eventually. We'll round off with some. A little yeah, yeah. After.
0: Um, okay, going on to the East. Uh, I took the Nets at plus 130. They were plus 130 at the time. Tough tough, tough season, god. Man, I mean that talk so ab- tough. talk about a team that just never ever put it together. Kyrie didn't play Well, I don't think what, what was it until like March. Mm-hmm. They come let right? him yeah. come back full yeah, time. Durant was injured. Yeah, Durant got hurt, James Harden got hurt, that's then he of, left.
1: That's one of the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he literally left during the season. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's that was at the time we cuz I remember talking about it on the last podcast, I said at this futures episode I said the big factor is going to be how James Harden if he wants to play in Brooklyn. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. He didn't want to play in Brooklyn. He went to the Sixers and just put it all together with that team, which is a yeah. good fit for him. And they got a bag of chips, which is Ben Simmons by the way. He's literally a bag of chips cuz he he does not he play sticks. he doesn't know how to play basketball anymore. Um so that's just a tough beat for you for for that pick cuz that was not even your fault. It's just injuries and circumstances and guys that just aren't bought into a system and if you don't buy into your organization's system you'll never win a title <clears throat> and that, that yeah. was the problem. that's the problem with this Nets team right now
0: uh i'm really curious to see what happens with them i mean kyrie's coming back KD's coming back
1: they just need to put all the drama the bs away and stay healthy okay
0: can ben simmons be an actual
1: factor on that team yeah i think so too i think he's a great fit he doesn't need the ball in his hands no you got two guys he doesn't like- want the ball no, his which hands. is fine because those two want the ball in their yeah. hands they still got a great team. They still got Seth Curry. They have Claxton down low. He's a yeah. good player. Joe Harris coming Joe back. Harris, next year. Joe Harris. Joe Harris coming back is a great shooter. So they have the pieces around him, and they have two of the best. They have the best. Hmm, I can't say that anymore, but they have. He, yeah, he has, he's not. He, he. He. I know. Yes. Because at the at at halfway when we made this episode, he was the best player in the world. But yes. like, things change. But they have one of the best NBA players in the world. He's one top of best, three. Yeah, one mm-hmm. of the best players, NBA players ever. One of the best scorers ever. Next to a guard that can fill it up and find you at the same yeah. time. Top three guards. Right. In the who doesn't need yeah. the ball every every mm-hmm. possession. So with those two and then the pieces around them, they can definitely still make a run. They just got to buy in. Yes. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, who'd you have? I took the Heat. Oh. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. That's another bad beat. That's right. Inches. Oh. Inches. Yeah. I took the Heat at uh, plus 550 <sighs> to win the East. Um Mm. And it's funny, you know what? You know what was a big factor for me for for taking them, which I have written down, and I remember saying this. I was like, "Kyle Lowry is gonna be the the biggest factor for this team." Stinks. And now, now he, he stinks. fuck Kyle Lowry.
0: <laughs> I hate that so, guy.
1: So so we can push push that away. Kyle Kyle Lowry was not a factor at all in that playoff. Uh, no, nah, I mean he stinks. Yeah, but um, that team's really exciting because I think you can put a lot of pieces into that team. Like, different types of players. I want to see Spider go there. I was just going to say, so Donovan bad. Mitchell would look great in a Heat jersey. He would da- he would tear it up with the clubs out there. Oh, my God. And he fits in with the the Heat culture. That's a big factor. Yeah, you got it.
0: Tearing it up. Yes. Look at Tyler Hero. Had a great yeah. year. Jimmy Butler, too. You know, he tears it up. They probably
1: found their club they go to <laughs> comfortable after a game. Yeah. Found a Cuban down there. They're chilling. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. I mean, that was tough. That... Yeah. They just ran out of gas. Yeah. Jimmy Butler always has to do it on his
1: own. And dude, he's he's an incredible basketball player. Oh my god!
0: And when people are giving him all that stuff for taking that shot, he's the guy that got them there. He's he's the one who should See, take that. That's
1: shot. That's so stupid. Because if if he hits that, oh my god, everyone's oh my god, like, "It's a great shot." Yeah. Why, like, uh, why wouldn't you take that? You know what I mean? He was wide open. That's what I'm saying. I don't know that that Heat mm-hmm. team. They had an incredible run, and I was a little nervous going into the playoffs because they um they had that one seed. So I was like. Maybe they were a little overrated and overseeded, and they wouldn't perform as well as they did in the playoffs. Yeah. Um. But everyone came to play. Bam came to play. Showed yeah. that he is worth that max contract. Uh, yeah. I mean, he sometimes he came to it. play. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, no. Jimmy Butler was putting up forty points, like eight, yeah. eight assists, ten rebounds, locking up every every second on defense. They they
0: just need a real they need a real guard.
1: Yeah, they need a they need a two. Yeah. They need a guy. They need a. They need a guard that Jimmy Butler can take a little load off his shoulders, and mm. I think they, it, they need it, more it, of a ball that. handler. Victor Oladipo was not it this year. No, no, no. He also wasn't extremely healthy. But right, they, right. they need like a like a Donovan Mitchell. I yeah, yeah.
0: I so. mean, they the East is wide open. Hundred percent. I mean, unless Brooklyn comes out and it's just yeah, like we said, we were, talking about, level. We were
1: talking about earlier. Atlanta too. They yeah, could, oh yeah. They can make a run. Now. East is wide open. Yeah.
0: Um, but the Cel- I re- the Celtics ended up winning it. <clears throat> at the up? at the time that we recorded, they were plus twenty five hundred. Like I said, we recorded I think December twenty second or something like that. They were plus twenty five hundred to win the East, not even to win the title, to win the East. After
1: January first, Pete, they went thirty four and twelve. After January first, yeah. You want to know why? Not why, but I'm I'm with you on that because I was I was looking at also after post All Star break mm-hmm. too. Um, Jason Tatum averaged thirty-five points a game in January, and just put the ball in the basket. Incredible, yeah. And when your best player is scoring like that and leading the team, I think everything just follows. Yeah.
0: Since January first,
1: thirty from
0: 12. January first to April, uh, like twenty something. This NBA season ends, they went thirty-four and twelve. That's incredible.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's all about defense. Yes, Robert Williams established himself mm. as he's. We I thi-
0: we're, we can we can skip over the title and go into defensive player of the year from that, but I, keep going. I like that. Yeah, I mean it all, it all. It was all about defense. It was all about
1: defense. I have some stuff written down. They had the best uh, uh, defensive efficiency in the league after the All Star break. Robert Williams was the best defender inside the paint uh, after the All Star break. Opponents were shooting, I think, thirty six percent. a game, which transforms the entire game because when you have a rim protector like that people are a little hesitant to go to the basket oh my god they see williams down there so that changes the spacing and changes the offensive scheme for the opposing team Mm -hmm. um so i think when when a team's playing like that on defense it completely changes the game yeah especially during the regular season when defense is not as big of a factor as it is
0: i said it in the nba draft episode that we just did and i'll say it again whatever he is
1: at for defensive player of the year next year i'm hammering it yeah yeah, 100%. whatever he's at, he's
0: he's an, he's unreal. He's
1: he's a Mac, he's another max contract guy, and he wasn't yeah. even healthy. No, no, he wasn't even healthy. That's he what I'm saying. That. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like he's gonna have a summer to rehab, get right. That's, that's my favorite. That? My favorite bet. You throw that in a parlay, Rob Williams, two blocks, yeah. minus, like, oh minus yeah. one, minus one, seventy five every time. Free, yeah, free every time. Um, so yeah, it was all about defense. They went thirty four and twelve after the All Star break. They swept Brooklyn. I mean, surprisingly, they swept Brooklyn. Embarrassed them. Yeah, and then With
1: both of those guys—they're healthy. I mean, yeah, Katie was. KD mm-hmm. was. We'll say he's healthy because mm-hmm. they always make excuses that you're not healthy, but he was healthy.
0: No, yeah, they were. They were healthy, and they just never looked back. They beat Milwaukee down three to two. They won two straight without Chris Middleton. Yes, very important point. Um, and then they beat Miami.
1: Yeah. Impressive run. Yeah. It was. You know what's great?
0: I, I d- think they ran out of gas. But I think also, so too. also, Jason Tatum did not play well no. in the finals.
1: I don't think he's – I think he's le- – I think he's it. I think he's legit. But I still think he doesn't have that, like –
0: Jalen Brown has more dog. That's
1: what I was – <laughs> He's got more – Way more dog. He's got him. more dog. He so does. much more dog. Yeah. If I give – if I'm giving someone the ball in the fourth quarter, go get me a bucket between the two, I'm giving it to Jalen Brown. Every time. Because he's – he just puts it he, he's a clutch player he's got more dog, he yeah. does. I think I think Jason Tatum's a better has it still has a higher ceiling and is a better like talent. hmm But I think sometimes I agree I think, with that. I think in the playoffs you, you gotta have that dog in you. Mm-hmm. So
0: Yeah. Um so let's just transition real quick in a defensive player of the year. Yeah. Um I had Giannis at plus seven fifty. They he just uh, I think that was the lowest he got. He just never was close. Still the best player on the planet, in my opinion. Yeah, though. I agree. Um, hundred percent. I think it's yeah. Who'd you have? I took Draymond oh, plus one thirty-five. Yeah. Tough. We were talking about that. He hovered around that all year, pretty much, and then the Celtics went thirty-four and twelve. They just 12. got hot. Yeah. I
1: mean, we saw it uh, at the time of this podcast last time. Um, Theo found this. Yeah, to him. But Marcus Smart was at plus nine thousand. Yeah, plus nine thousand to win the the depoy, and um it just plays a factor when your team wins in the second half and plays defense the way that they do and you have the best defense in the league it all if it all revolves around one player and that's Marcus Smart your leader on defense you're going to win defensive player of the year yeah
0: i mean the way that he plays people hate on him but it's
1: i think it's different than like pat bev the way he it plays it is 100% it is cuz he's not just he's not just playing like chippy defense or yeah, chip yeah. on my shoulder defense i'm i'm an undersized guard he literally—if you watch videos of him on Instagram—he has tactics on defense. He's saying, "Okay, when you're when the person you're guarding is dribbling the basketball, don't go for it when it's up high. Mm-hmm. When the ball is vulnerable in the air, that's when you tap. That's when you put your hand in and try to tap it." So he has an art to the way he plays defense, like mm-hmm. a Gary Payton ask, and I think that's a huge factor. Yeah, of why he won.
0: Right. I mean, yeah, he was plus nine thousand at the time and won it. Um, it's important to note every single. Starter on the Celtics got a yeah. All nba incredible. Team vote yeah.
1: Which is crazy. Even crazy. Tatum got one. Yeah. That team. That team's gonna be something mm-hmm. next year. Hopefully. I think they will be. I hope. That easy I think. Low- I
0: think this was their good. I think this was probably one of their better shots that they're gonna have.
1: I agree. It's not easy to get to the finals. No,
0: no, it's hard. Especially now. There's just, there's so much talent everywhere. Yeah. they they're they just is. Yeah. So I mean.
1: Well, with Depoy, we can. Why don't we roll into a. Uh, rookie of the year
0: okay yeah uh rookie of the year <sighs> questionable god this is so questionable so i
1: I saw let me re- say a stab before this just on. to put this go let on. me put this rookie of the year vote or race in perspective for you this is the smallest gap in voting and it was 15 votes deciding in the last 20 years of rookie of the year so that's how close this race was so just think about that while we're talking about this and go right ahead with you
0: um. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I had Cade plus two hundred and fifty. I still think he should have won it. Um, he was the most impactful rookie on his team. Um, Evan Mobley was impactful. Scotty Barnes was impactful. But this, especially down the stretch, second half of the year, Cade was the best rookie by far.
1: Yeah, he put it all together. He's one of yeah. the best guards in the league at the time. Yes, and. And this isn't biased talking
0: to mm. Pistons fans. No, this is it, based it, on
1: pure analytics. Because I statistics. like
0: I like Mobley and Barnes. I think both of them are incredible. But we talked about it this year. Uh, the bias does come into it with this point. But rookie of the year should not be looked at like no, MVP. It should not. It should wins should not be a factor.
1: It should Playoff be off exp- appearances shouldn't be a factor. The
0: best rookie
1: Statistically, in the NBA. Yeah.
0: And Cade was doing. I mean, how many games did Cade have down the stretch where it was like twenty-seven? Only, only rookie since Michael Jordan yeah. to do this. Yeah, like he had a few of those type
1: games. He was having twenty-five point games, like it was his job yeah. at the end of the season because he put everything together and he was comfortable in the league. Mm-hmm. It just, it's just it doesn't make sense to me for your team to be a playoff team and to have more wins than the other team's rookie or the other the other team that the rookie's on mm-hmm. because you're getting drafted. To teams that have the worst records in the league, exactly one, one guy cannot change a franchise in one year. Exactly, it's impossible. It's 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 a process, and especially so, a nineteen-year-old. A hundred percent. So I think that's just unfair, and I think that's that is something that needs to be addressed in the voting process. Um, so with that said, my bet did hit. I took Scotty Barnes at uh, plus three hundred, and this was one that I was pretty high on, and I thought let get it now because I think Scotty has a factor because I knew. That the voters put into factor winning. And the Toronto Raptors had a playoff. They made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, and Scotty Barnes was, fi- I think, 15th in the league in rebounds, averaged 15, 15, po- or 15 points a game, eight rebounds, four assists, um, a steal. And uh, he was guarding the opposing teams like best player every game. Yeah. Guarding Kevin Durant at only, he was also only 19 years old. Um, so locking them down uh, day in and day out, that was huge. And I also think what played a large factor was um, Scotty Barnes played in every single Raptors game this year. So I think the durability of the season um, and him being able to do that every single game might have played a factor in the voting. Mm-hmm. Um, I also believe that Cade should have won it. Granted, my pick didn't say that because I was using more of my, my head than my heart. Um, but now I – And with Cade, my head, didn't With my head, I think they sh- that he should have
0: won. Yeah. Cade didn't turn it around till after this either. No, 100%. That's fair. true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mobley, at this time, was, was, was minus. Like, yeah, like, minus 125. He closed as the favorite, um, but Barnes won it. That was
1: a surprise to everyone, though.
0: I, personally, at, like, outside of Cade, I think Cade should have won it. His odds were just never there. I think Mobley was the more appropriate choice over Scott. I agree. Yeah,
1: because he did it all the entire season. Yeah,
0: and, and he, like... He was a huge impact for them. All three and of these he won guys, the, he won all the
1: skills th- challenge too.
0: Th- that's true. All three of these guys are going to be good, though.
1: Yeah, that, um, like we said, we said in the last episode. NBA is in <clears throat> incredible hands.
0: Yeah, um, but I, I said this, Scotty Barnes. You,
1: I, I think I said this on Twitter.
0: Uh, you can hold that rookie of the year. That's fine because Cade's going to win MVP and you're not. So,
1: and the Pistons will win the title before the Raptors won one again. So that's facts as well. Yep.
0: Kate, I think Kate is the only guy out of this class that can win an MVP.
1: Yeah, he's a tr- and he's he's the only guy I think that can transform an entire NBA team. Yep, mm-hmm. by himself.
0: I know Mobley and Barnes. You're had, not bu-
1: you're not building around. Evan they had all stars on yeah. their teams. No franchise is building around Evan Mobley or Scotty Barnes. Those are pieces you add to stars. You can build around Kate. I agree. That's such bullshit. The more I talk about, I it know. Now, it I makes know. Me so mad. I you know. know you know what's funny though? He said, uh. Uh, he wasn't even like pissed off about it no it's
0: cuz he knows he doesn't
1: give a fuck he's looking down the long run he's like i want to win a ring and he know he dude
0: he knows he's he's the best player yeah um
1: we can close out with mvp yeah final award that we picked oh
0: god this was bad this uh, was just
1: bad beats we'll talk about this yeah
0: i had i took curry at plus 130 he was unreal at this time i mean he was lighting it up i mean you could tell by the odds it was december and he was almost even money to win mvp
1: but no one thought he was stopping because it was no. the way he was playing was like nobody was stopping. It was him. like he, it was like 2016's the way he was the way every time he shot the basketball you thought it was going. Yep. Out. Um, I took at this time Kevin Durant plus two seventy five. Yep. So. Which which I thought
0: was a good bet, mm-hmm. and then both of them
1: got hurt, and that
0: that was that. That was it. Yeah. I mean that was it. And um,
1: then o- o- Jokic ended up winning mm-hmm. at plus twelve. He was twelve fifty at the yeah. time we recorded. Yeah. He, I, I was talking to him, to him about this before. Um, Jokic is the first player in NBA history, or no, yeah, the fir- no sixth player in NBA history. Sorry, to lead your team in points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks. Which, when you like, say that out loud, and this was a no doubt, it's crazy slam dunk back to back MVP winner. Um, a lot of people said Joel Embiid, but I think that the fact that they went they went forty eight and thirty four without Jamal Murray. So it was, Without anyone, no, literally no one. So it was just it was literally Nikola Jokic, and he still led his team to a winning record and a playoff team. Mm. So I think that was a great. It was a mm. great choice by the voters. Um, obviously it was tough for us because we had those injuries by yeah. the factors. So I,
0: I think Embiid had a fantastic year too. He did. Um, I know both of our opinions got swayed on Embiid because the year before this year. Embiid talked a lot of jaw. He talked about why he should be this guy, um, and this year he didn't. He shut up and he Played balled yeah. and he was he was up there for MVP for a reason. I think he grew up a lot. Yeah, my opinion changed a lot on Embiid. I have a lot of respect for him and he's incredible. I mean, he's literally seven yeah. one and
1: and I think now. He's mature enough to lead a team to a championship. Yes. And I think he's a guy that can do it 100%. Mm-hmm. And now that you put um, a playmaker like James Harden next to him, that can um, take a little of the scoring load off of him as well, but doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't mind not having the ball in his hands and put some pieces around them. That's a team that could make a run in the playoffs and make a run in the title next season. I so. think they
0: could too. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, the title. I took the Warriors plus 600 son of a bitch cash it um that's awesome you guys that's a sweet hit in the nba finals episode i put out i get told you guys to take the warriors to win the series minus 160
1: you, you took at the beginning of the playoffs you took warriors celtics finals right i did that's a sweet pick too. i did yeah what was that at? I, what?
0: Mi- I miss. i mixed and matched those that was like plus 780 or something yeah, that's sweet yeah though futures have been my money maker they've been good um I told you guys to take them in that NBA Finals episode. That cashed. I told you guys to take them to win in six or seven games. They won in six. Them to win in six games was plus 500. That cashed. So, I mean, I gave you guys incredible value on this team, and they did it. I mean, they did it. This It
1: was really, really – I took I took Phoenix plus 800, by the way, yeah. but we already talked about that, so now we can finally talk about Golden State because we got a lot to talk about. Though. Yeah,
0: I mean, honestly – one of the more in- incredible teams, dynasties, I can remember because I was talking about this with Theotaki the other Shout out Theotaki, by the way. Um, <laughs> but he's right, they've won four different ways. All right, let's go through in em. eight years. Let's go through them. So, the first year was just the Splash Brothers, Stephen Clay. They had older guys like Igudala, Sean Livingston putting those pieces together. That out well, three different ways, I guess. But they've won they've they've reinvented themselves and won three different ways. So they had that year, Curry was incredible. Then K D came in. I mean he was the best player on the planet Mm -hmm. at that time, arguably still one of the best today. Right. And then they won the two in a row. Then they have play in year, worst record in the league, and then win a title.
1: That's incredible thinking about it now mm.
0: i, I mean Clay. Had the, they had the number one pick yeah clay got hurt uh, he came back wasn't 100 percent. everyone everyone gave draymond a lot of shit i said in the nba finals episode and i'll say it again draymond is one of those guys that like it's so easy to hate on his game but when you really look at it it's he changes an entire yeah team. he does it's it's this is what you were talking about earlier. It's the system, and their system is so foolproof that, like,
1: that's it's, why they went They've perfected it, and that you can plug in anyone into that system, mm-hmm. and the player buys in. Um, it starts with Bob Myers building that team, drafting yeah. these guys. Probably the best. I I was texting you the, about this earlier because we were talking mm-hmm. about Troy Weaver, and I said Bob Myers is still the best GM in he basketball. Is. I agree. Um, so it starts with them, but obviously it starts with the players on the court, and um, with that. It all revolves around Steph Curry because yeah. he is now he's established himself as a top ten player ever. Um, in my opinion, he's the best point guard of all time. I agree. With I think that. he passed Magic Johnson because he's won in so many different ways. He's the best shooter of all time, <clears throat> um, and I think he, I think he is the best leader right now in the NBA. And I, I say this because you you see things you don't see things on the court. I was I was watching an interview with Draymond. Um, and he was talking about game four when it was in Boston, and Draymond was Incredible really, performance. Yeah. Draymond was really, really struggling in that game, and he admitted it for the first time. He said, Boston, the fans got in my head. That's what gained a lot of respect. The fans actually got in my head. But he said, what Steph Curry did that day, I've never seen him do. Showed me that he's the best leader I've ever seen. Mm. He hit a shot and started going at every single fan in the garden to put all the direction on him to get Draymond back in the game and mm-hmm. take all the load off of him for all the pressure from the fans. So things like that separate great leaders. Um, separates players and makes them great leaders to, w- like, championship-type players. Yeah. And so that this this team had that. And we can talk about the role players, too, if you want to go into that. Yeah,
0: 100%. I mean, uh, like, everything came together. Like I said, like, they've reinvented themselves and won in all these different ways. Like, they've gotten it done. And they've won four titles in eight years, which is incredible. Like, it's so hard to do.
1: Um, is this the best dynasty you think I mean, one of the best NBA dynasties in basketball? Yeah. The best or? Ever? Yeah. No. Not the best
0: dynasty ever. I think that. Uh whatever year it was, sixteen seventeen. Best team. I think that's the yeah, best I NBA team ever. I agree. Um we we'll we got a little second. Yeah, I like don't think country it's country the best country. dynasty ever just because of like the gaps and I, I mean they just got unlucky too with injuries. Right, but right. I mean they're one of the best. It's tr- I mean, it's important to note too, like Steph has won four titles in eight years and like this is the LeBron James era of the NBA. And like when you when you look at the Michael Jordan era, like there's so many guys who didn't win, but Steph has four that's
1: in a, in LeBron's era. That's a lot of rings. That's a lot. And those are those are those are his rings. It's not like he was just a sidekick or something. Like the KD one, I mean, he still I, earned it. He
0: wasn't a sidekick, but that's what also makes him like so different. Is that like he was unanimous MVP, first and only ever. And then you gotta take a back seat because you bring KD in because he's so mature. Not he, a lot of, not no. a lot of people. Can that's what do I'm that.
1: saying. The, the leadership of this team and organization of the foundation of why. It, that's what teams have to do to, to for people to buy in. You have to have that leadership.
0: Yeah, and
1: they did, and I mean it helps too. They got Steve Kerr,
0: who's probably the best.
1: I mean, he's, he's top three. Nine. He's got nine rings. Yeah,
0: he's top three coaches in yeah. the NBA.
1: Um, I think it's a factor. I'll just dive into a couple of, like the role players too that make it a difference. Um. I'm considering Clay, a role player in the yeah. sense um, uh-huh. because he was coming off an injury. Um, and still, there's a lot of questions going into the finals, how he's going to perform. Um, hadn't been performing exactly the way you thought he would be, um, but did what he needed to do. Put up 19, 20 points when he needed to do that. Took some of the load off Steph Curry. So, did what he did in the finals. Um, Jordan Poole, to start off, was not much of a factor in game one, but really came together into his own, putting up about 15 points a game yep. in the last three games. Mm um and then you have Andrew Wiggins and I can I'll hand him right off to you. You love you love that guy.
0: I mean what he did in this whole playoff run, not just the finals. That I mean that's what you need to win a title and that's what he did. I mean like he took the assignment because usually you would have Clay on best who defender. the best, yeah, you Which, you would Clay, have Clay on yeah, the best Clay, player,
1: but I just don't think Clay's like that anymore. At least this season, no. right off the injury, maybe next I agree. Year, but I mean,
0: like Clay is still a, like he's Clay is still a starter in the NBA.
1: He's he's just never gonna be the same.
0: I no. don't think. But the like what Wiggins did, he locked Jason Tatum down. Yeah, locked him down. He guarded Luca mm-hmm. in the Western Conference Finals efficiently too. as, yeah. be- as
1: best as you could
0: like it he had such an impressive just on defense such an impressive playoffs and then you add the scoring i think he averaged i I wish i had it but i think he averaged like 19 a game Mm -hmm. in the playoffs Mm -hmm. which like that's a huge piece yeah Yeah. because especially with clay struggling and coming back i mean clay had some big games but
1: wiggins did that every night yeah, consistent. That's what you need. You need a guy that can that's going to play the four and can guard one through four, one through five. Yeah. Um, I saw, I think Tatum was shooting like 28% or 30% against um, when Andrew Wiggins was guarding him. So I think that, too, when we talk about defense, when a guy is locking down consistently and giving his heart on defense like that, and then you have Draymond as well, it the whole team rallies around him. And I think the problem, another big problem the Celtics were having was they were trying to utilize a lot of mismatches, I was reading, um. And I saw some t- statistics where every time Steph Curry, because he was probably the most vulnerable defender on that team, when you have yeah. Kevin Looney, Draymond Green, um, Andrew Wiggins, and Clay, who the three of those guys are all NBA-type defenders. Yep. Kevin Looney is a, um, a nice piece down low to protect the rim. Mm-hmm. You're going at Steph every time. right? But Steph still averaged, I, I think, about a steal and a half, two steals a game. And it was a crazy stat. They were shooting under 40% when they were putting Steph back to the basket. So that's that's an incredible job by Steph Curry to do that. So it just starts with you said like that role player Andrew Wiggins to do that on defense. So. Yeah,
0: I mean, congrats to the Warriors. Uh, they, I mean, they are probably going to be the
1: favorites to win
0: next year. And it's again. not.
1: It's no surprise, and I, I, it's such a safe bet.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're going to get, <laughs> they get Wiseman back next year, which yeah.
1: is crazy. And Kuminga's going to be better, right? And Moses Moody's going to be better. And they drafted a couple of players like ba- Baldwin. Can ma- they're going to be G League though? Rollins, yeah, and Bald- yeah, yeah. Rollins and Baldwin; those are two great shooters. I know Patrick
0: play- Baldwin was like going to be the number one pick. Yeah, before this yeah. year, and they
1: got him at twenty eight or whatever. He's like. going to be sweet because he's in a great system. Both they're good.
0: Both those guys are good, but I mean, like
1: you add Wiseman down low yeah, to this scary. team. That's scary. That's terrifying. Yeah, you set some high screens with him that can do some damage because he can pick and pop too. <laughs>
0: They uh, they're gonna be good. I mean, the NBA is gonna be great next year. Like we said, it's in good hands.
1: Yeah, cause you got you. But got, it was really an
0: incredible year. It yeah. was.
1: It was. It was fun to watch, and it was that that Golden State like franchise and team is one that like you just can't not love. Cause Steph Curry is. Yeah,
0: I like. I don't. I don't understand why people hate no. Curry.
1: Steph Curry is one of the most lovable players in the NBA. Yeah. Humble guy, knows his roots. Wins basketball games Gets it teams.
0: done And deservedly Finally won that finals MVP I also gave that out Even money You're welcome Nice um, But I mean Like he deserved it This was his team This was his finals And they did it Again So I mean
1: We'll that, see Next year's gonna get interesting Yeah I, I also like the Bucks too Next year Cause I think Giannis Could win another one But they gotta stay healthy as well mm-hmm. Chris Middleton They gotta take care of him So
0: I know The is gonna be sweet Next year I'm at, I mean It's gonna be sweet yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> like college
1: is gonna be great. Yeah. NBA is gonna be even better. Uh-huh. We're back, man. You already know there's gonna be another futures episode coming. Oh I my god, Not, yeah. In, in the in the fall, winter for sure. Yeah, put on your coats, cozy up. Maybe got a it's cuffing season. Maybe got a girl next to you. Just listen to this podcast. Yeah, I mean, actually you can watch it now. So that's true. Watch,
0: listen, whatever you want to do. Good. Uh, we're giving you all the options. Um, but that, I mean, anything
1: else, Pete? No, that's it. Yeah. I'm just excited for the year. Pistons are gonna be great this year. Shout-out Troy Weaver. Steps in the right direction. Yeah. One GM single-handedly has turned this franchise into a completely different direction and trajectory, and we're finally ascending. So it's a great time to be a Pistons fan. It's a shitty time to be a Michigan State basketball fan. Yeah. Um. It's always a shitty time to be a Michigan anything fan.
0: Yeah. Um. But. Football, basketball, they stink. Yeah, that's true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, no, it's going to be a good couple seasons, so I'm excited for it and hope to be back on soon.
0: So, yeah. Uh, Pete? Thanks for coming on, brother. Dude, it's been a pleasure. Much appreciated. Um, <laughs> be sure to follow us on Pickett and on Twitter. Um, if you haven't um, subscribed, subscribe below. Yeah, on yeah, YouTube. hit that subscribe button. Um, it's the off season now, so you know we're gonna have like a couple different episodes. Obviously, not as many picks because we're we're in the dog days now. It's just baseball for a couple months. Also, we'll be in Greece for a little bit.
1: So yeah, true. So we'll be a little off the map, just enjoying the beach. We and might the have ocean. to. T- we might have
0: to bring some equipment over. <laughs> Happen on a if you see there? us
1: on the beach drinking ouzo during this podcast it, it might get crazy by the last hour of it though so. <laughs> that's
0: true um but yeah i mean make sure to follow us we appreciate all the support uh we hope you guys enjoyed and we will see you guys in the next one peace